0: Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd. Plus, you're loving him, Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. <laughs> the ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! Now we've said this many times before, but the show before the show is always interesting. And G. Bush just got here like two minutes before the show, but he already has Earl and I like losing our minds now. <laughs> what did he say? I, I didn't even hear. I, this. I can't say what he said.
2: Can't get that off. I, we can't off
0: say there. that on the air. You they don't did, know what they he, didn't expect. Just look that. at Earl right now. You, they did you,
2: not. <laughs> they did not expect what I was. Hitting oh away. my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I feel
1: left out. We I don't cannot
2: like
1: this. say
0: what G. Said. Let's say. Uh, by the way, we'll, we'll take the people in, so I won't give them the details. He out of pocket. <laughs> but and, G was definitely out of pocket. He out of right pocket, man. But uh, at the end of yesterday's show, the three of us on the panel and Mike and, and Anthony,
2: we sat around telling stories about our confrontations with the police. Yeah, man. We, 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 we were spilling it. <laughs> we were spilling it. It was funny. People's stories was funny. Cass was getting oh in trouble for God. some people was really getting in trouble, but then yeah. some people was just being dumb, being that's, idiots. So that's true. Know. That's true. So you know.
0: uh, a lot to get to on today's show. Uh, could Mike Williams rejoin his former college teammate here in Cleveland? Uh, speaking of which, Deshaun Watson will talk about his odds of winning the MVP in the 24th season. We look ahead to the start of the second uh, half of the year. Not really the second half because you played more than half of the games. But their final 29 games for the Cavaliers gets going tonight and we'll have some fun with Guardians home run total projections based on the, the fan graph projections uh, that were put out this week or sometime in the last week or two for the Guardians. A couple of quickies before we get started. Number one today is the 44th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice victory. Uh, if you're too young, if you don't know what that is, I mean, come on, get a little history in your life. If you're too young to remember the details, uh, it was it was 1980 Olympics, the Winter Olympics in Lake Placid, New York. Uh, leading up to that Olympics, we didn't even know for sure if the Russians were going to play. They were the... The dominant hockey team in the in the world, because they were at that time they were using essentially professionals. Their their players were not allowed to play in America because of the Cold War. You forget about the steroids. You well, know. they were doing. Who knows what they were doing? <laughs> I, it, I don't know about steroids, <laughs> but they were doing something. The they had end. a bunch of stuff. And going there on. was talk. Jimmy Carter had been talking about potentially boycotting the Summer Olympics in the eighty in eighty because that. So it was a whole big thing. But in the end. Both teams played. The Russians were massive, massive, or favorites to win the the uh, gold medal, and Team USA, with a bunch of amateurs, was the youngest team that America had ever put in the Olympics. And I think still it's the youngest team ever in hockey. And they, of course, won that game. Now, a lot of people don't know this, and you guys got to be honest. Does any did, did you guys know that that win over Russia semifinals? It, not technically not semifinals in those days it was a round robin of the 14
1: but it wasn't the championship
0: it wasn't the championship if if the u.s had lost to who was it uh sweden i think it was i care if it was sweden or i think it was sweden but i could be wrong about that uh it might, it might be norway i don't remember but they, I, nobody remembers who they beat to clinch the gold medal in fact they were losing that game i think after two periods but they could have still even after beating the russians they could have not gotten the gold medal but in the end they did and uh, the miracle on ice, of course, the great Al Michaels call. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. And there you go. Did you know that Mike Ruzioni, the captain of that U.S. Olympic team, never played in the National Hockey League? Most of the guys on that team did. He never did.
2: We, we, we didn't. We didn't know that. You didn't know that? We, no. We, me and I mean, I'm not really a hockey authority either. And listen. Earl likes NASCAR, so you never
0: know. Yeah, you're
2: right. You know,
0: I mean, I don't like NASCAR.
2: I mean, where did where was you actually getting NASCAR tuned in at? Like, where was you on TV watching
0: that? At home with my
3: brother and my father.
2: They liked it too. On what channel? On
3: Channel Eight. Like, my father was a big Jeff Gordon fan. Yeah. My brother was too. I was a Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan, so we used to like watch the races on the weekend when my dad would come on. So that's how I got into it. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, I won't watch it. Wasn't that. he a disappointment in his career? Whoa, boy, you out of pocket. You are out of pocket.
0: See, this is why I'm easily triggered. See, <laughs> this is why. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I'm asking you, because didn't it take him a long time to be, or, or did he, I All right, think so, he was good later So, So, so career, no, right?
3: be, being very honest, he was yeah. a great Bush Series driver. He was a yeah. two-time Bush Series champion, but he was one of those kids who never really, you know, held up to the standard that so is not that Brian, his father. So, Ronnie James? Now he was better than Bronny. Well, uh, he wait a second.
2: Bronny hasn't had his chance yet. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, oh, uh, the, 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 the Seth Curry? He was was he Seth Curry? No, he's probably better than Seth. He's better than Seth Curry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Now listen. Was he was he Marquis Morris? Oh, I don't know about that.
0: I don't know, but which one I, I don't Morris know twi- about that. Hey, which
2: one is the Morris twins? Is better if, if, I, if I'm being Mar- honest, Mar- Dale
3: Marcus Jr. was, was very popular. He was probably an average driver, though. See, there you go. He was great on super speedways. Right, So he's very popular. He was very popular, very average driver.
0: The only reason I know a little about NASCAR is because many moons ago, when I was working in Utica, New York, in upstate New York, people liked NASCAR. So on my – I worked at a station for three years where I was the only host, and I was also the program director of the station. So we carry the NASCAR races on PRN and whatever it was called, and they actually do a really good job with the radio broadcasts. So sometimes I'd be there, you know, listening to some of the stuff. And we did a fantasy NASCAR league one of these years in 20, I don't know, 2005, 6. And I had Jeff Gordon and I won. He had a great year. Jeff Gordon, mm-hmm. was, Jeff Gordon was better than Dale Earnhardt Jr., right? Yeah, he Talk was. About. Yeah, he yeah was. of
2: course. He won like Jeff course. Gordon was the he man. He won four, four cups. See, look at that. You look know it too.
0: So. Look at two, G. One other thing we got to hit on real quick. I, everybody's up in arms apparently on my old radio station and that dying medium of radio. Damn, um, no, this dude, there was uh, uh, they Discard. were talking about cutting David Njoku. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, yeah, let me let, let me good. clarify that because we got <laughs> yeah. tagged in a bunch. we not of talking time. about it because no, no, we got it.
1: tagged in a bunch yeah. of tweets this morning. It was a clip from a PFF podcast. It was a 10-second clip out of a twenty minute segment, which I did not watch the full segment. Yeah, but any notion that David and Joku will be a cap casualty, Endor has a chance of being cut this off season is pure blasphemous. They said that's so. We're bull, not even going to that.
0: Bull said it. No, I didn't. No, they didn't say I said it. PFF said it. Oh, okay, so it was a they PFF a podcast, podcast. Yes. and people were mad that the morning show today. And I know Ken's been sick, so he wasn't on. I don't know who was. Lime is Lyme still on maternity uh, paternity leave. I was on yesterday with yeah. Peterlin, but I don't, I don't know, know who, who hosted this It was
3: uh, Peterlin and Baskin.
0: Peterlin and Baskin. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting combo. Uh so they were, pra- but wh- why would anybody get mad that they were talking about? I see people on on Twitter, fans like, oh my. God. God why are they talking about now we we just don't have any interest in talking about it because it really doesn't make sense but why do you get mad if somebody i i don't understand if there's a million things you
2: can listen to and watch or just put something else on why do you get mad about it i don't I, like i i think sometimes because there is twitter yeah they be feeling like you and them is the same people we're not the same <laughs> I, then I'm not just like knocking you. We ain't the same. You go to work, we go to work. Yeah. When we go to work, we talk about topics about sports. Yeah, when right. When you go to that's work, it. you do things like, I don't know, file paperwork or yeah. you're a manager. Well, or, you don't do crazy shit at your
0: job. That's
2: part of the game, bro. Yeah, like that's right. why are they talking about it? Because we get paid yeah.
0: to talk about topics. I, that's it. You know what? It was a smart thing to bring up because now everybody's agitated about it
1: and we're referencing it even though we're not talking about
0: it. So we just want to know we saw real. the report. Exactly.
1: We just want people to know we saw the report. They're not cutting David and Joku. You could calm down. It's out there. If you want yeah, it, we look just more didn't into want it. We not to talk sure. about it because
0: it didn't seem like worth. it's obvious. It's not going to happen. So.
3: to Bull's point, though, yeah. I, I think that's a good about radio being a dying medium. I, no, to like oh. <laughs> about you know people being frustrated. I mean, yeah. it's the off season. There's going to be plenty of things just yeah, talked about. Doing? But if you trigger somebody's emotions yeah. or if you piss them off, I feel like you've done your job. That's that's what Everybody has a different job description. Exactly. Our
0: job is to entertain and get people interested. And and so is it in radio and everything else. And by the way, uh, for all and all the people that say, well, why not talk about the the guardians of the cats? Well, because when when radio stations and TV stations talk about the guardians of cats in this town, the ratings go down. That's the truth. You want to know the truth? That's the truth. <laughs> people be lying. They listen. I listen. Like I'd love to talk. I'd love to talk more about the guardians. If if the numbers didn't go down
2: the tubes whenever we brought them up, we talk more about them. There's like six and a half people. Then those six and a half people stay. The rest of the two hundred and fifty. Oh, hell, I ain't watching this. But we still talk about those
1: things. Not as much. Let me get to anyway.
2: Let's get to our first real topic.
1: Let's get to our first real topic, guys. So I'm glad we clarified that we are talking Guardians Day. We got some Cavs stuff. We got a live report from Jay tomorrow. You matter, Mike. You matter. And thank you. You know what? So do you. I'm talking to you specifically, not the other two thousand people out there. Just you, because you do matter in today's world, and you can get buckets on FanDuel because you matter. If you're using America's number one sports book right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks. If your team wins bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and so much more. Just visit fanduel.com slash UCSS to shoot your shot. FanDuel, an official sports book partner of the NBA, an official partner of the ultimate Cleveland sports show. And we haven't had any winning tickets in a while bowl. Because we haven't had any games to bet on, so yeah, I expect a bunch of people to win some money on FanDuel during tonight's Cavs second half opener against the Magic. If you do have a winning ticket, send it to us at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Tweet it at us, email it to us, and we'll feature it on the show in the coming days. Are you ready for some real football talk? Some football talk that matters. No, bowl. because
0: I got to do t- two quick behind the scenes notes. Perfect. First, number one, this we all have these boxes behind us. You see these? See this? Can we put this on camera? We all connect our headphones into these things, right? Our earpieces. You see the earpiece here? Mm-hmm. The one that Jay uses, and now I use a lot when Jay's not here, it sucks. It's <laughs> the worst one because I like to keep mine low because I don't, you know, I've been putting, uh, you know, earpieces in my ears for 30, 20 something years now. I don't want to kill my earring. So I like to listen to it low. The problem with this one is. If I have it low, I can't hear Mike when he's talking on the air. The problem is, so i got to turn it up a little more. But the problem is, Mike will occasionally, when I'm in this seat, talk to me where only I can hear. And it doesn't go on the air and Earl and G. don't hear it. And he'll, not a lot, but he talks to me once in a while, just in my ear. But when I turn it up so I can hear him the rest of the time, it's so loud when you talk in my ear, my ear almost explodes.
1: And you can't predict when I'm going to no, i going to IV you're line. Yeah. So,
0: this one sucks, that's it. Number two... Mike texts me last night out of the blue, and goes, "You got to bring your A game tomorrow." I don't know why you randomly texted that, but whenever whenever I've worked with someone who's, who will text me like, "You got to bring your A game tomorrow," that makes me think you feel like I haven't brought my A game lately, and I feel like every time I come on the freaking air, I bring my A <laughs> game. Now, once in a while, I don't. I'll admit that, but
1: I know when I don't have my A game. So, do you know why I did that last night, Bowl? Yeah, I was. I'm curious. glad you brought that up. Yeah. So. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, yeah. and it talked, and it was not sports. And I, most of my podcasts, listening to sports, this was about good leadership, right. Podcast, and it was about uh, it's a business podcast about kind of getting everyone to buy in. And I know you're going on vacation in two days, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let you check out. No, I don't. I'm going to hold you to the highest of standards today and tomorrow. By the way, because I, I know even, your brain. Can't even
0: hear Mike in the earpiece at all now. Ever since I picked this thing up, now I can't hear him at all. I'm not even wearing that one today. <laughs> if you ever notice.
4: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: I'm always in my ear fiddling. That thing don't fit my ear, so.
2: Well, listen, you you ain't got to worry about him checking out. You got to worry about me checking out. Hey, Bull, matter of fact, my throat is scratchy. I need that bag tomorrow. Please do not tell me that. Yeah, tomorrow I think I need the bag. Are you, is done. your throat really scratchy? It's scratch And I need to because. Why so, is G
0: here if his throat's scratchy? Uh, and he I, didn't I,
2: answer the phone call this morning when we tried uh, to yeah, talk. At yeah, no. tell me you're messing with me. But if you send me. His send fist me. got boiled <laughs> up. <laughs> Are you messing hey, with me? Hey, boo, fist got bored. <laughs> up. Are you messing with me? Boo <laughs> should never said that. He said that he going to pay you to not come to work. Yeah. I said, hold on. This is work Miss Cop. You I'm said You set yourself up for that. I'm like, give me that bag. I can't hear Mike. Can you hear Mike in your earpiece?
0: G Bush, can you hear?
1: me
2: i can't hear i
0: can hear you only because you're close enough that i can hear you but i'm not hearing you in the earpiece is is,
2: is that an ear infection no oh yeah boy are you in trouble
0: i'm fine
1: <laughs> they might cancel
0: I'm you i'm 100 <laughs> they might tell you you staying home all, all right, right.
1: Let, let's get into the real let's topic go. of the day here our lead topic there have been some rumors and these are purely speculation rumors it's not from an official oh, chef goodness. that the browns are eyeing mike williams or jeremy fowler Who's put out something like yeah. that? This is just people connecting the dots online, and I thought it was worth mentioning here. Mike Williams out in Los Angeles could be a cap casualty. Not David Njoku here, but Mike Williams in Los Angeles could be a legit cap casualty. He has familiarity, familiarity, familiarity with Deshaun Watson from their time in Clemson, and the Browns are in the market for a free agent wide receiver. If Mike Williams does get cut by the Chargers, how do you think he would fit in with Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, and David Njoku in this pass catcher's room? And would you be yeah. excited, ecstatic, eh, or out on a Mike Williams
0: signing? Before you guys respond, let let me just say that when I was looking I was like I was looking over Mike Williams stats in his life this morning. Let me see. And I said, Wow, he's played a lot more games than I thought he had. He missed most of last season. He played three games. The year before, he missed four games. And then the three years before that, he only missed one game each. Now, you don't want to – but for the last five years, he's missed four games or less. So, maybe he's not as injury-prone as we've described him as. That being
2: said, G, go ahead. What do you think, buddy? Man, look, man, I, I'm looking at these. So, uh, 2017, I think he was hurt too, right? 2017 is – That's a long time ago. Right? Yeah. He played uh, – he had 11 catches for 95 yards. Yeah. Uh, 2018, 43 catches for 64. He finally broke a thousand in 2019. Only 49 catches, 48 catches for 756. There's Two- some big touchdown numbers. In <laughs> there teams. are some big touchdown numbers. Yeah. He, his, his 2018, 10 touchdowns. 2021, nine touchdowns, and that was his best year, 2021.
0: What's funny is those two years, he had
2: 19. He's only got 12 the rest of his career. Right, year. right. Like, yeah. you, you t- take a look at 2022, 63 receptions, 895, four touchdowns. Now, if we could throw up, this is kind of disgusting because I don't like doing this. Like, what is Elijah Moore's stats? Well, not as good as that. I, I mean, Elijah Moore ain't, ain't, ain't sniffed no 895. I no. think it's around six-something, right? Yeah. Six,
0: yeah I mean, six.
1: What did
2: Elijah Moore finish with last year?
1: Elijah Moore, this season, finished the year with 640 yards. Yeah, well, that was the best of his
0: career.
2: So, 640. So, but 59
1: Now, he's younger than Mike Williams. Right.
0: So, there's time. But.
2: There is some time. But I, the thing about Mike Williams is, when you say it, does it get you excited? Right? You know you you know how it is, bull. Like, you, you know, if you've been chasing a girl for a long time. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, man, she finally says yes to the date. There's that one where you're like, heck, yeah, I got to get my mind together. Or it's the one that's like. She asked me to prom. Mm. Mike Williams just asked us to prom. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not. i I ain't really, like, excited. Like, I'm yeah. trying to still maneuver and see if uh, A is trying to still go. But she goes to another school, and it's kind of hard to get at her like that. So it's like, you know, I ain't that excited about Mike. Uh, if it was Mike Evans, I'm like, oh, I've been trying to get a Mike Evans. I've been trying to get me a light skin waiting. I've been trying to get me a Mike Evans like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh.
3: I mean, if if the Browns make this move and Mike Evans is their big offseason splash a wide receiver, I'm cool with it. I guess it ain't the oh, you mean Mike Williams? It ain't the both. Yeah, Mike Williams.
2: Okay, I said Mike Evans. Because we we both trying to get Mike Evans. So Mike, it's the wrong Mike. (laughs) I said Mike Williams, right?
1: No, you said Evans. I want to make sure you're talking about Williams. My
3: apologies. Okay. I mean, if we end up with Mike Williams, then I mean. I guess it's cool, Yeah. simply for the simple fact it's an upgrade over everything that we already have in the wide receiver room outside yeah. of Omari Cooper. Like, to put a positive spin on it, I mean, the dude is a big play threat. He, You know, he, yeah, he gets he downfield. He's a big play dude. I think he averaged like 15.5 yards per reception since 2017 or something like that. So, he's a playmaker. I'm like you, I kind of thought he was more injury prone than what he really is. Yeah. Outside of last year, he's played at least 10 games in uh, each season of his career. Inconsistent player can be more consistent as a football player. But at the Browns was to say, okay, we're going to sign Mike Williams and you pair him with Amari Cooper. And then you got Elijah Moore possibly playing in the slot. I mean, it looks better on paper. You yeah. know what I mean? But I don't know if Mike
0: Williams is anything that would get the fan base excited. I, you know, I've always been a Mike Williams fan. I've kind of soured on him in the last year because he missed so much time last year. Especially if he's on your fantasy team. Right, well, then would kill you. you'd be mad. But here's the thing, guys. Let's be realistic about the situation, okay? First of all, and I know Earl, I won't spill the beans, but I know on Earl's show today, he's getting into some trade topics. I won't mention any names. But the reality is, at least as far as I can tell, none of the big-time top 10, top 15 receivers that are that are not for you know none of those guys are free agents unless you say you know T Higgins and Michael Pittman are on the bottom of that right. list but the rest of those guys none of those guys are get traded or at least I don't expect any of them to get traded this offseason so then you say well what about T Higgins and Michael Pittman if you sign any of those guys we're going to be pretty excited mm-hmm. what well, the reality is those guys are very likely to get franchise tagged very yes. likely and not 100% certain but I think we'd all be surprised if those guys are not franchise tagged In Higgins' case, is it possible to franchise tag and trade him? Sure, but they're not trading him to the Browns if they trade him. So, to me, I'm saying none of the superstars that are under contract are getting traded to the Browns. Higgins and Pittman are probably off the board. So, who's the best receivers left? Like, who are the best reasonable targets for the Browns to get? Well, okay, Mike Evans. Yeah, there's Calvin Ridley. Yeah, there's Marquise Brown. And then Mike Williams. Like, Mike Evans is a class ahead of the rest of those mm-hmm. guys. But I think Mike Williams is in the same class right now as Calvin Ridley and Marquise Brown. You may like one or the other better, and and um, Ridley's, a, I think, a year younger than Williams maybe, maybe two, and Brown maybe two or three years younger. So there may be reasons you like those guys more. But ultimately, I believe they're the same. They're all number two receivers. They're good receivers. They're not great receivers. With everything the Browns have had at that position, and outside of Amari Cooper, look at who they've added. They've added guys in the draft that, to this point, have all done nothing. They added Elijah Moore, who did nothing. So, is Mike Williams great? No. Is he going to get me excited like Pittman or Higgins or a trade for some big superstar receiver? No. But based on what's realistically available, he's probably one of the, one of the best guys And so, yeah, I I would be more excited about Mike Williams than I was when they traded for Elijah Moore. I would, too. And and ultimately, what you want is an upgrade at the second receiver. And I believe that, listen, health is always a thing. You never know. But if healthy, Mike Williams is clearly... A level, at least one level better player than Elijah Moore. And that makes the whole wide receiver. What, what better. was it? What was
2: the injury? What was I don't it, even remember. What, I can't remember
0: what, what it was. What it, what it, what I don't know. We for, can look that up guys. What, what Williams? But did.
3: no, I, I agree with what Bull is saying. I definitely think it's an upgrade. You definitely will upgrade the number two wide receiver on your yeah. team. Oh. Like when the dude is healthy, you know, just from what my eyes have seen when yeah. I watch the Chargers play, like this is the dude that. You know, he was the downfield target for yeah. for Justin Herbert all the time. Whenever he was going to take a big right. shot, hell, he torched the Browns a couple years ago. He did when we went out there to play them. So, like, we yeah. see firsthand that yeah. when he's healthy and he's on top of his game, he can be a difference maker. And he's he can a good have an player. impact. He's a really
0: good player. I mean, he's a he's probably a, you know, or at least before last year, I think we would have looked at him as you know a bottom end top thirty wide receiver towards the bottom. But what was his
1: injury, Mike? So in 2020, this is his whole injury history, okay. by the way. In 2023, he tore his ACL in his left knee. Oh, that's not great. That, was, that was this year. That, yeah. In 2022, he aggravated a right ankle injury. He had a right ankle injury, missed a little bit of time. Uh, in 2022, earlier, he was helped off the field with a high ankle sprain. So that's probably the same injury. In 2020, he had lower, a lower back lumbar sprain. Earlier in twenty twenty he had a thigh and hamstring strain. Yeah. In preseason of twenty twenty he had a shoulder AC joint sprain. In twenty nineteen he had lower back lumbar muscle spasms. Mm. In twenty fifteen. Well, at that point, don't worry about twenty Clemson. He had a this, neck the fracture. bottom line is yeah. he
0: has had a number of injuries, but outside of hasn't last year, year, year he hasn't missed time, a ton though. of time time. Yeah. Outside of last year. Now the ACL tear is a big deal. Yeah. But I would think he'll be ready for the start of the season. He was injured
1: happens. in week three, by the way. Yeah. So, similar right at the I mean, end a of week season. after Nick Chubb. But yeah, you would expect true. a full-year recovery be, by the time the season starts. I'd be scared. I, I, I it be, is risky. I'd be,
2: be scared for big receivers that really wasn't that fast. That's the point. Like, if you was already a big-body receiver and then you wasn't really a burner, then you get an ACL, like, you run an 84 on Madden now. What did he run coming out of college? Do you
0: know? Uh
1: One sec.
2: Yeah, I, I thought he was pretty
0: fast, or I must be wrong. About that, but I, I, I
1: mean, Mike Williams ran a four-five-three no, no. and a four-five-one no. in his two yeah. official forty-yard so dashes. he probably he, run,
2: he probably run about a four-six-seven. What now. is
1: he like? Six-four-two-eight. Six-four-two-twenty-eight like is his official listing.
3: That ain't bad for 6'4, 228, dude. I know, but hey, I do like, to,
0: listen, that's a big refrigerator. The coming, I, I had not remembered, <laughs> obviously, so, we hadn't remembered it was an ACL. Now that we uh, know, like, that factors in. Uh, but the bottom line is, he, he, we talked about this. You even said yesterday, hey, the guy can play 12, 14 games. I'll take it. If and he, beggars can't be choosers. Even if he gets off to a slow start next year, my guess is, you know, if he plays 12 games for them next year, it's a better 12 games than. Anybody else on their roster, no doubt. Now, again, I'd rather have some of these other guys. Marquise Brown, though, has had his injury issues. Yes. Mike Evans has been a relatively healthy player, but mm-hmm. he's a, he's kind of old at this point. He was still good last year. Yeah. And he's not the speed guy you're
2: looking
0: for. From mean, that angle, Ridley and Marquise Brown make it, the most sense.
3: It, it's funny because, like Bull alluded to, I got big dreams for the wide receiver position. Like, yeah. I got the guys that I know I really, really want. Yeah. But at the same time, in my mind, I know it's probably not going to happen. Right. Like, if I had my pick of the litter, give me T. Higgins first, give me Michael Pittman Jr. second. Like, these, right. are, these are two dudes to where I believe that once Amari moves on, they can turn into your number one wide receiver. Then you kind of figure out the rest of the room from there. But to your point, like, when we start peeling these layers layers back and we get down to, okay, who are some legit, realistic options that can yeah. be a difference maker – I think Mike Williams' name will pop up there probably top three. Because yeah. if you look at the dudes who's realistically uh option that can make plays and, and, and score touchdowns and put points yeah. on the board, then that dude is one of those one of those well, guys.
0: L- l-
2: look at I, some of the
0: other wide receivers, G. Look at would wouldn't you rather have Mike Williams than Darnell Mooney? Yeah. Would you rather have Mike Williams than Gabe Davis? Uh, but see, I, I think would. they cancel uh, each other out. That's, that's,
3: I, think, uh, I think Davis and Williams cancel that's each other a push out. I think they the same Gabe, player. D-
2: but Gabe Davis is younger.
3: I was just about to say that. Same yeah, but player, he's but he's so younger. so
2: inconsistent. Right? I, I, you know, the and problem, he played with a great quarterback. You know what hurts me the most is because this, this draft class at receiver is one of the best draft classes in like 30, 40 years. Like, they got ball players, bro. Like, Marvin Harrison, um, Roman Dunze, Malik Neighbors is a monster. Brian Thomas from LSU is crazy. Keon Coleman from Michigan State. transfer. Well, are they all going in the first 15 picks? They might. These these guys are well, legit, so I mean, legit Even if the Browns had their first-round pick, they couldn't get any of those guys probably. Yeah. Troy Franklin is a guy eight. Xavier Leggett from South Carolina, I like him a whole lot. Big-body dude. Um, Jalen Polk from Washington uh, is, is great. Rome Wilson is, is a dude that, that, you know. Well, not all Michigan. those guys are going to go that high. So no, they'll be in the second training round Training up
0: to the top of the second round might be a possibility.
2: We'll do, see. The, do the Browns have a second round pick? Yeah, they got yeah, a second round pick. But here's the thing, though. They got to get higher.
3: When it comes to the wide receiver position, if we look at Andrew Barry's track record, he's had the most success when he's traded for a wide receiver. Yes. well, Like he tried to the only sign. Only success is Amari
0: Cooper. I mean, no, yeah. I'm no just other saying. success in that position. <laughs> he, no Amari no Cooper.
3: success drafting a guy. You yeah. tried to sign a couple guys you in know, free like, agency and it no. didn't work out either. So it'd be interesting to see how he attacks, like trying to like acquire talent. I'm going to try to like trigger some thoughts later on with that. But yeah, I mean, if we was to end up with Mike Williams, like I said, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. It's just not my first option. Right. So man. who's
0: your choice? Let me ask you this. We'll wrap the conversation up with this. If we take out the guys, if we leave on the board the guys who are most realistic, we'll say Mike Williams, Gabe Davis, Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley, and uh, what's his name from the Cardinals, Marquise, Marquise, Marquise Brown. Brown.
3: Can, I, can, can we please possibly leave Pittman on there?
0: Nah, no, I, this, I just doesn't make sense to me that the Colts wouldn't franchise him. I just can't see
2: that as realistic. If, if I'm going to go up top, of I'm, those five guys, who are you taking? If I'm going to go up top last week for defenses, I'm giving me Mike Evans. Even though Ridley and Brown are better speed guys, yes, because he gets thirteen touchdowns. Probably, I, I he, this guy got let I mean, Let's face it, Mike Evans is better than Amari Cooper. He's a he's a I yes. second
1: G. By the way, yeah. Yeah. I second G. If
2: you're gonna go up top, go up top. Mike Evans is a Hall of Famer. Now, Mike Evans could go over the cliff. This could be the year he goes over the cliff. I like to thing that you just said like that's that's hard. That's a hard rebuttal. Yeah, Mike Evans is better than Amari Cooper. I mean, he is. Is that a better career? And so, like, and we love Amari Cooper. Yeah. It's the best thing we ever had. So, I mean, you it, with, with Amari Cooper and Mike Evans, you
0: have two top 20 wide receivers. Fact. That's fact. And no questions. That's no the questions. only that's scenario. Facts.
2: That's
3: fact. That's
0: the only realistic scenario in my mind where you have two top 20 wide receivers. So, I would yeah. go with Mike so Evans. So,
3: of those five guys, Mike Evans would be first for me, and I think I would have Calvin Ridley second. Yeah. Yeah, that's that would be my top I think
0: team. I would take Marquise Brown second, then Ridley, and then Mike Williams. So,
3: am I being biased? The only reason I don't want Marquise Brown is because he's short, and I feel like we already got that dude. He <laughs> right, like he like, like yeah. Elijah Moore is a slower version of Marquise Brown.
0: But Marquise Brown is a it, much it, better player. It, he is, but we and, he, and he's Marquise biased, Brown. But
1: I see you. He I looks, like I, I like see he, he
3: just bias. he tiny man. Yeah, yeah.
1: I hear you. Yeah, he Go ahead, Mike. So we asked the chat real quick what they thought about the potential of Mike Williams signing. The four options were ecstatic, I like it, just meh, and I don't want him. Forty-five percent of nearly three hundred votes are in the "I like it" category. Second most in the "meh" at thirty-seven percent. So, in that middle two-three range, we're gonna move on to our next topic Fine here tonight. 10, Mike Williams. You're tonight at five o'clock. Today. The Ultimate Two One Six Show is back, and Earl has told me some of what he's gonna do. Oh my god! And I promise you, don't miss this. That's a bad yeah, picture. It's, it's gonna be spicy.
3: I don't <laughs> like that picture.
1: <laughs> that is not a good picture. You're right. Earl does not oh, like man, that. I just grabbed the first one.
3: Oh man. Come on, man. You should you should have checked with me first, man. You got me looking bad out here.
1: So I don't like it. Take that down, see. Take a that down. Much better looking Earl the Pearl in yeah. reality that airs at five o'clock tonight, so make sure y'all tune Steve. in to that. All right, guys. The MVP odds for twenty twenty four have come out. Yeah. And we use FanDuel because it's America's number one sports book. It's the only sports book we use here on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And Deshaun Watson is listed among the candidates who are up to bet on for MVP. We're gonna go in order. These are the top five guys with the shortest odds, so the yeah. the best, most likely options to win the 2024 NFL MVP award. You have Patrick Mahomes at plus six fifty, Josh Allen at plus eight hundred, Joe Burrow ten to one, CJ Stroud eleven to one, and Lamar Jackson, the reigning MVP, at twelve to one. How about go to that? The next How slide. about CJ Stroud? has better odds to win the MVP than the guy
0: who just won the
1: MVP? Yeah, I don't know if I love that. But that's not the sake of the conversation. I
0: love, love CJ Stroud, but yeah. better
1: odds odds than Lamar? We can talk about that in a sec. Deshaun okay. Watson, though, on the list, came in at 75-1. to Okay. Now, to put a little context to that, these are some of the guys around the Deshaun Watson level. You had Anthony Richardson, who played four and a half games last year at 30-1. to <laughs> Kirk Cousins coming off a season-ending injury at 40-1. to Jared Goff, Justin Fields, Kyler Murray at 50 to 1. Baker Mayfield at 60 to 1. There's Deshaun at 75 to 1. And the quarterback below Deshaun Watson was Bryce Young at 100 to 1. So, my question to you, G. No, you, go start. you can start with Earl. I, Earl. Start with Earl. These odds, too high, too low, just right, or completely way out of line? All right. So, when
3: I seen this in a rundown yesterday, I was trying to figure out the best way to answer this question without like trying to sound like I was avoiding it. I guess they out of line, but I really don't even give a damn about the MVP odds. I can care less about Deshaun Watson winning MVP or even being in a race. I just need Deshaun Watson healthy, balling out for the Cleveland Browns and leading us on the playoff run. And if I'm being totally honest with myself, like even if Deshaun Watson did ball out because of the other optics, I don't think he would win the MVP anyway. Yeah. So for me personally, right. I don't care about the odds. Well, That's I just me.
0: You should only care only in terms of if he's in the competition, that means he's having a great game. Right? And I don't believe – I was talking about this with G. I think we were talking about this off the air yesterday. Kind of, yeah, kind of kind of. I bit. said, I, I, this idea that Deshaun Watson can't win the MVP because of the off-the-field stuff, I don't believe that. I believe he would lose – if it was a neck-and-neck neck battle with someone, he'd probably lose, lose some votes because of that. But if he was a slam dunk choice to be the MVP, he'd win it. People would vote for him. I don't buy that there's that many voters that would not vote for him because of the off the field stuff. I just don't buy that. Now, I guess let's hope we find out because that means he's having an MVP caliber season. So, but, but you got to answer the question. What do you think about the odds?
3: What was, the, what, just right, too low, to too 75 high?
0: to
2: one. Are they right? I think they're too low? way off here?
3: To answer your question, since I, I don't want to be that dude, I think yeah. the highs are way too low.
2: Okay. G, what about you? <laughs> well, look, so, like, we were saying, we're having a conversation about, like, listen, but people still vote for him. Yeah. Um, The problem with it is, quarter, the quarterback position, there's nobody running away with nothing. Like, the, it's too stacked that, like, People are going to have comparable numbers in in most of the numbers you have, like unless you throw for like sixty touchdowns. Or I mean, Lamar won it. I I don't think he should have won it running away,
0: but he got it forty nine of fifty votes. So,
2: so so Lamar Jackson like this year, but but you got to think of it like this too. But there were a lot of people who got in that conversation. People talk as about one bro- as along. a Brock Purdy. A Brock Purdy right. kind forget of forget when you think people are going to vote based it on how you would vote. Uh, like- well well listen, this is. It's it's, it's, it's basically laughable. I mean, if you go back and and, and put this in here, it makes you almost question um, whether people are smart or not. Like, think about this. Well, Vegas gets it right more often than they don't. Listen, these earliest (laughs) Vegas odds is crazy. CJ Stroud, second-year MVP, not happening. Can we look at that? The Richardson? The Richardson stuff—that's the stuff, one that really
0: stood out. Like
2: to me. I, he played four games, fellas. Like is he the sixth choice, Mike? No, there's some more players. Oh, there's some guys in between the yeah, top yeah, five. But, but I true. mean, Justin Fields is talking about getting traded. How was Justin Fields at fifty to one? Like I could understand if you want Jared Goff or whatever. Or like but I the, actually don't think Fields is crazy at fifty to one. I see
0: the way I look at it. I think of this group. Okay, I would actually put. Goff and Watson and maybe Cousins towards the top of this group. Whatever number that should be, whether it's 40, I would say probably like 40 to 1, something like that, 35 to 1. I don't know why Richardson's 30 to 1. That's insane to me. That makes no sense to me. That's crazy. But remember, sometimes the odds are what they are because of how people are betting. So there might have been a lot of early money on Anthony Richardson, and that's why his odds are. There may be a lot of fans – that
2: are very high on Anthony Richardson. To, to win the MVP, you gotta realize like, to win the MVP, you gotta have a really good record. So you gotta, yes. so you basically saying to win it, you gotta pick that team to win 12, 13 games. And so you could basically narrow it down by, okay, what is their defense? What is their, like, what are their records gonna be next year? How will we think it project? And then from there, say who has the, who's gonna have the best stats? Out of the playoff teams that are going to be Super Bowl contenders. Right. And you could eliminate half
0: these dudes just based on that. Right, the teams. Yeah, now we don't know where Justin Fields is going to be. That's part of the reason I'd also, in addition to Watson, have Goff higher because we know the Lions are going to be good. And he had a hell of a season this past yes, year at Goff. I like Goff Now, player. ultimately, while I don't, I'm don't, i not confident that Watson's going to play at an MVP level, of that entire panel of players, he's got the most upside of all those guys. He's the only one in that group that has actually played at an MVP level in his career. None of those guys have. Cousins and Goff have been close. Right. But not they've never played as well as uh, Deshaun Watson's best. Now, we, as we've talked about ad nauseum, Deshaun Watson's best is a while ago now. But the fact remains that none of those guys have ever played as well as Deshaun Watson did at his best which is why I'd have him probably the highest on this chart with Goff and Cousins right behind him and then all the other guys. Uh, Richardson would probably be last on my list. I mean, Richardson and and Murray. Murray, The Cardinals
2: are going to be terrible. Like the Murray's not winning an MVP. I look at the Browns team and I'm like, okay, they're better than the Colts, they're better than the, the Vikings, right. they're they're pretty much better than the Bears, the Cardinals, well, and with the Buccaneers. Fields,
0: We don't know where he's gonna end up. So if he So let's say he ends up on Pittsburgh okay, or I, Atlanta I, I, and I, they end up being a contender, you, it's you. possible. I think he I, I think, think it's unlikely because I don't think he's that good a player. No.
2: But um, but but you know, the what's the name is a little bit too crazy to me. Like the <laughs> I, I like CJ Stroud. But that's – But ahead of
0: Lamar, I, I don't high, know how you that. high, yeah. high,
2: Like, that's – I mean, I,
0: I, I, I wouldn't – who's after uh, Lamar? Who's the next group? So,
1: Lamar was five. Let me yeah. pull it up here real quick while I have it. Probably Herbert, maybe? Um, give me one sec. Top three were Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen, right? Steve, take that, yeah. Oh, Brock Purdy's Allen, probably, Burrow, in that group. Dax probably in that second
0: group. Dak's probably in that second group. So, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Stroud, Jackson.
1: So, here's the next six, after can those. Can I guess? Sure. Six. I I
0: I won't give them in, in order, but I'll say six through ten are Dak, yep, Purdy, correct. Herbert. hmm Lawrence. You have three of them. Lawrence. That's a good one. Nope. No. Nope. Dak, Purdy, Herbert. Oh, is it only quarterbacks or are there running backs in there?
1: There are running backs, but there's not a running back. Not Tua. in the top ten. Not two. Nope. Who Jefferson. are we forgetting? Jalen Hurts. Oh, Jalen Hurts, And yeah. Jordan Love is seventh. Oh, Jordan Love. I, I'm
0: sneaky high on Jordan Love this year.
2: I, I I put him on my fantasy team last year. He got a little and more. he got better. He got better with Second half of the year is as good as nice anybody. Out, like top. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like him, too, on, on yeah. a sneaky tip. I, I think, but just all jokes aside, I really believe that Deshaun Watson is probably going to be, he's probably the leader when it comes to comeback player of the year. I mean, if if he, if if he and if you say he plays all the games, if you say Deshaun Watson starts his 16 games or whatever, yeah, he's the comeback player of the year. Because well, because you if you think it. about it, the only thing that's really like they went five and one when he played. They're gonna have a good. We assume well, took really four, at, and four and one, four yeah. one. Yeah, I don't like that little sneaky game. Yeah, either. yeah, right, right, four and one. If if they if the Browns make the playoffs and Deshaun Watson plays all the games you have to assume that his numbers are at going least good. are going to be good yeah. and nobody's stock is as low as Deshaun Watson's right now no, as a true. quarterback nobody's yeah. bakers is higher yeah. jordan loves is higher lawrence all even the young guys is higher than his so he got Bryce the,
0: young that that, that's the, the only
2: one, one. <laughs> yeah i mean i
0: guess it's really just him and the and the rookie and second year players that the guys who are lower like Mac Jones, Kenny yeah. Pickett, you They're know. Never getting a job guys bad. that have never been any good and may not even be starters next year. So I don't know, I think we all agree his odds should be better. I don't think he should be in the top 10, but he should no, be right no, after no. that. I'd put him in the I think do you guys agree
2: with me that he should be the top of that group? That yes. He, yes. Now, if he Which he put
0: they, him like 11 amongst quarterbacks. He
2: go get go get Mike Evans. It's a whole new world. I feel like Princess It's Jackson.
0: a
1: different world. So Richardson, by the way, who was the top world. of that list? Uh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah 15.
3: wrong with G today?
1: So that's 15. You so if, you, if you had him in that same. Oh, so rate, who's 11 to 14? Uh, Stafford's 11. Tua, Rodgers, and Trevor Lawrence all tied for 12.
0: I mean, I think that's fair to have those guys ahead of Watson.
1: I would have him 15th in the,
0: the odds. That's, by, by the way, that's pretty
2: good considering. considering what is wrong yeah. the last couple the of years? The world hates Tua. They never give him. Why t- does everybody hate Tua so much? They're not giving him what no love. Like, like they just like if Tua throw for six thousand, they're not giving. That's him That's true. They're they, not giving him nothing. Tua is the most hated quarterback that has no off the field issues. I've none ever seen. at all. <laughs> It,
0: just, it's not like he's gotten in trouble and not done anything bad. Everybody hates him. Like, he looks ugly. His throws are
1: ugly. Yeah, well, because he's the lefty. He just – Yeah, but, like, Boomer looked good. Boomer yeah. was a good-looking lefty. And, and, did yeah. you guys ever see – G. Bush, did you see the clip of Tua where they reversed the video so it looked like he was throwing righty? Yeah. Did you guys I, see, I, and it looked – I swear, it's a mental thing. – I'm a lefty, so I, yeah. I am pro-lefties. It looks so much better righty. But because,
2: man, like – And then Tua – he Tua Tua's gear is nasty too, bro. It's nasty work. Like he got a, he got a, uh, he got a gunner's face mask, bro. Like he looked like he got a. He, he's the dude that that used to have to go down and break up the wedge busters. Mm. Like the dudes that just kamikaze themselves. Yeah. He got this gap in his face mask. It's nasty. It's big. I don't understand anybody wearing. regular. It's not swaggy f- enough at all. Wearing mm. cloth. He has one taped ankle. I don't care if your other ankle ain't hurt. You better take both of them, bro. That looks nasty out there, bro. Who can give to a swag lessons? That's what we need to know. Dion,
0: That's it. Maybe they need to work. Maybe he needs to work with Deion. Swaggiest
2: quarterback? Um, Swaggiest
3: Nick. quarterback in the league right now.
2: Right now? Lamar. No. Uh, maybe.
3: Lamar Jackson
2: do got a dark visor on. Or Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's uh, he's uh, he's uh, Joe Jalen Bur- Hurts'
3: shoe game is
0: yesterday. His by the way, Jalen Hurts. By the and- way, off the air yesterday because I was just going to say this about Joe Burrow, but I got to give the context. So off the air yesterday, we were having this conversation, and Earl said a very nice thing to me. He goes, "You're invited to all the black barbecues." Yes, right. Which yes. I which was a very nice thing to say, and I was like, and then I was just thinking, well, Joe Burrow's also invited.
2: To all the black people, he? He, no, he threw the cookout and barbecue, and yeah. all the black people came. That's yeah, how much. That's, yeah, he did. That's another level. That's another. Level. He's like, yeah, come on <laughs> over, come on over through. And and at his cookouts, they like they, they, he play all kind of unedited music. It's crazy. <laughs> 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 that's another level, yo, comfort, bro. Yo. Like, yeah, we we going over oh. to Joe's house, man. I almost spit water all over the place. <laughs>
3: you crazy. Joe be oh, out there in the yeah. ones. Hey, Joe. <laughs> he be see, in them orange got, and black hey, ones. Them boys be looking tough, hats too. Hats Is to Joe
0: them. Burrow the yes. swaggiest white player
2: Yes. since Joe Namath? Yes.
0: Listen. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah,
2: what are you talking about? He's, he had Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase on yeah. his roster. And they like, oh, he did I'm like, trying to think of those like, swaggy LSU? white dude. Yeah, he he,
3: he, he was know all LSU. about swag. Well, while
2: yeah. you're thinking of swaggy white Wait, has there ever been a
0: swaggy white dude in the NBA? Jason of course. Yeah, you just said chocolate. it last year. Chris
2: Mullen.
1: You said it after oh, those Chris show. Chris Mullen was kind of Chris swag. Mullen yeah, had a white true. chocolate, yeah, yeah. I don't have to get about my question. guy. Yeah, white chocolate, terrible too. Terrible question. Yeah, uh, too. So, we asked the chat before we move on. We asked the chat. Deshaun's MVP odds, 75 to 1. Too high, too low, just right. What do you think the chat voted? Oh, too low?
0: 99% too low. G? Don't look because I see you
1: on your phone.
3: Too uh,
0: low.
1: Too low. Earl, what do you think? Too low. of 271 votes just right. Wow. 21% or 24% too high, 31% too low, but nearly a 50% vote for just right.
0: Well, that goes to the. We have a lot of fans that don't like Deshaun Watson. I'll be no, I,
1: I ain't gonna say
3: that. I'm gonna yeah. say this. I think I think the chat. I think the chat just don't give a damn. I think they have nah, the same mindset I have. I no. think they just want to see Deshaun the, Watson.
0: If they voted, they great, do give a damn. And the Browns like just go win. Like I mean, we were obsessed with Miles Garrett winning the Defensive Player of the Year. We talked about that a million times. Anyway, go ahead, Mike. What do we got next?
1: We're talking a little Cavs and play a little game of what's more likely. But first, if you're watching. If you're a member of the UCSS fam do us a favor hit the like button hit the subscribe button if you want to become a member we have membership tiers a buck 99 gets you special emojis and custom perks in the chat if you're 4.99 you get the overtime content every day but being a subscriber hitting the like button costs you zero dollars and zero cents and it helps us out a lot in the back end so do us a favor if you haven't Make sure you hit the like button and become a UCSS subscriber. All right, guys, we're going to play a game of what's more likely as the Cavs. Get ready to tip off the second half of their 2020. Stop saying second half. It's not the second half. It is the second half, though. I know it's not it's technically the It's the final three-eighths. That, that doesn't that's the Sounds I, terrible. I don't though. like I don't half. like
2: I don't like unreducible fractions. I'm <laughs> I, with you, G. I don't I'm with that, you. that
1: three eighths. I'm like nah, I, that just I, seems I'm I am like i i do not
2: disagree.
0: Yeah, that's it's true. It's a nasty word. <laughs> it's an ugly number.
1: So they play the magic tonight. We'll break down the game tomorrow. There's one question for tonight's game. The other four are kind of big picture questions for the Cavs. So this is what's more likely. I give you two options. You have to tell me what's more likely. So by the, the way, first
0: Paolo Bancaro seems pretty swaggy too, no?
2: Paolo, oh, definitely. He definitely. He's he, he's a he, he got a funny game. I like his game, but he like a he's really good. He's a big like he big bro. Like he's mm. a big like
1: small four power four type. That he's he's nice. Are we using our heads for this? No, that's for the home runs. Oh right, for right, the home right, runs okay. coming up. But this is just a what's more likely you'll discuss. I give okay. you the two options, and you guys decide. So what's we're deciding more as a team. You can do it individually. You can disagree. Right. But the first one is for tonight's game. The other four are for. Uh, the gotcha. big season, uh, big picture outlook. So for tonight's game, what is more likely? Darius Garland scores at least 33 points. Or Evan Mobley scoring at least
2: 25. What? I, I'm, I'm putting, I've I'm got some action down on this game. I like, I like doing the, the Cavs versus the, the Magic because there's a couple people with the Magic. I like putting a little cash down on a on parlay. But let me talk about this. Uh, Evan Mobley is way more likely to get 25 than Garland. That 33 is not coming back. He don't got the rock like that. He ain't gonna be in the game like that.
3: <laughs> you say that 33 That's ain't a coming tough back.
1: One. That ain't coming back. You that, think it's easy between Both his? players, by the way, are no longer under minutes restrictions, yeah, according I saw to head that. Coach J.B. Bickerstaff.
0: Now Mobley averages what per game during the season? Like fifteen? About sixteen. And Darius averages about nineteen right now. Okay, so so Darius will be further away from his number. Go ahead, Earl. Who you got? Uh, you go. I'm looking up something. Hmm. It's easy money. I think it's a tough call. G saying it's easy. I don't it's, think it's easy because Darius is going to shoot more threes. So, if he has a hot <coughs> night. Darius ain't been hot I mean, in a while. He, that's fair. <laughs> but that's a lot of – like, Evan Mobley's got to make more baskets to get 25 than Garland. Garland takes more sh- – I'm
2: going with Garland. You gonna go with Garland? I'm going with Garland. Uh, I, remember once, for a big game. Remember once a point time, Garland used to get 50. Yeah, like get, get, like he don't have the ball like mm. that.
3: So according to our beautiful sponsor FanDuel, they got the yeah. over under set for Darius Garland at 16 and a half over under set at uh, Evan Mobley. 14, 14, 14 and a half. half. So yeah. somebody lying. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and go more likely that Darius Garland scored thirty three points, right? Mm-hmm. Because I did see a report that I think Donovan Mitchell is questionable with an illness. Oh. So if Donovan Mitchell don't play, uh then definitely. Oh, that's a big difference. You know, that's if Donovan a big Mitchell difference, doesn't but, play, then it's easy. Garland. I think uh I think Darius Garland over the last week or so before the all star break was doing a damn good job of kinda getting himself reacclimated to um, playing inside this new system, and as far as getting himself into game shape, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of said uh, I put money on him last week that he was going to have his highest
0: scoring output. That's true. And he did, so why not? Why Mike, not? what what do you know about Donovan
1: Mitchell's status? So he, this is very common. He hasn't practiced the last two days. Yeah. JB gave him the extra day off because he just came back from the All Star break. Right. Very common, nothing to worry about. Uh, he's quite, listen, it's questionable tonight because of illness. He hasn't practiced yet. I wouldn't be surprised if he misses but tonight's game. we don't game. know what he's. is. It's illness. a minor illness. I,
0: I mean, if he's sick, why would you Why would you for, rush him back? It doesn't no make idea. sense.
1: Um, Are he you came changing your of pick? Break,
3: so. Yeah, at him, him, look, look
1: at him. He he it, it's nothing pick. to worry about
0: with Donovan Mitchell. Nothing no, we know that. Yeah, but yeah. It, but like if he's just got a cold or whatever, like got a little virus. Yeah, give him the extra day um, off. He'll I would just
2: give him the day off. Well, here's the... No here's no like you gotta, you're guys. not changing either way you gotta think about it like this like there's a lot of the, the the reason i'm not even going for 33 if donovan mitchell was playing today i wouldn't say he was getting 33 yeah who
3: wouldn't wait wait that donovan mitchell wouldn't get 33 no, yeah.
2: no i wouldn't I, no i'm saying i wouldn't put Today, if he was fully healthy, yeah. and you said, I'm betting on this game, would you bet Donovan Mitchell gets over or under 30 points? Oh, I would. I'm all the way under. I'm, I'm definitely going oh, so it's the first game, guys play less minutes, maybe? It's the first, it's the first game after the All-Star break. Uh, and Orlando is not no really pushover. They play hard as a young team. And two... Like, Donovan Mitchell, you got a lot of other people that get buckets. Why Donovan Mitchell been playing? You look at what Evan Mobley be getting. He getting about 15, 16. There's nights that Jared Allen is getting 20 points. And not to mention, they got people, Karis LeVert coming off the bench with the green light. Like, you already know Struce is jacking up threes. Everybody shoots now. So, it ain't like it's going to be like, yeah, it's just my show, and I'm going to dribble, dribble, dribble. No, every, like, they got a lot of bunch of people coming in and shooting. All right.
3: I bet on the Cavs all the time. And Donovan Mitchell is always on my ticket. I ain't saying he's a lock every night, but I usually have Donovan Mitchell thirty plus points on every ticket. And I I bet on FanDuel every day. I bet
2: on. I'm F- just saying like I bet on FanDuel a lot. M- Mitchell, that twenty five point five is difficult. It's a different one. Like it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't like you ain't seen him do it. think about it. Think
3: about it. He he gets to the basket. He gets to the free throw line. But Spider hit about five threes a game for real. So All like right. I don't I don't I don't yeah. think that's I I, I don't.
0: If he if plays, you would have gone with, with Mitchell. Yeah. But all right, what's the next one, Mike?
2: So
1: now these are big pictures. These ain't just okay. for tonight. Are we supposed
2: to put our little faces up? No, that's for,
1: na- that's for, the, no, home that's for the home run totals. Home run, run totals. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm going to give you two numbers for the Cavs' record for the rest of the season. This is that number or better or that number or worse. 29 games left. More likely the Cavs finish the season with a 25-4 and four or better record or a 10-19 and 19 or worse record. Oh, that's easy. 25-4.
0: and four. To make it hard, you should have said like twenty-seven and two. I think that right. I, could have made. I it started different. at twenty-six yeah. and
1: three, and I was like, "No, it's too high. I came I mean, down one."
0: I don't think they're going to go twenty-five and four, but I—I I know, unless they have, unless Donovan Mitchell has a serious injury, and even then, I don't think they'd go ten and nine. No. Yeah,
3: bar, bar major injury is more likely that they go twenty-five and four. I yeah. think anything other than that would be like massively disappointing. A mentality change has taken place with this team. I think they're very confident. They're rolling right now. Um, I don't see them really kind of like losing a swag to the point to where they go yeah. ten or to nineteen. To finish How many wins
0: do they have right now, by the way? Thirty-six. So if they went twenty-five, they'd finish with sixty-one, which would be tremendous. A What's very the Cavs re- record? There was one year with LeBron they won it's over like sixty or two years. Or 66, or like I mean, that. They
2: won sixty-six one year. Yeah, uh, and then they didn't even win the championship. That was that was mad. If
1: you win sixty games, that is a hell of an accomplishment. Yeah, In Two thousand eight, they won't won sixty-six games. games. But in 2009, they won 61, the only two times in franchise history the team has won 60 or more. And they're
3: games. not finishing below 500.
1: No, they're not going 10 and 19. They're, I don't
0: think they're going 25 and 4, but they're not, there's no chance. I give a 1% chance of going 25 and 4, maybe even a little higher than that. I think there's no chance they go 10 and 19.
2: I, I, uh, no chance. I'm going to throw a little more hyperbole on yeah. this joint. 10 and 19, if they lost Donovan Mitchell and Jared Allen for the rest of the year and it was good to come back playoffs, they still wouldn't be 10 and 19.
1: Alright, we'll move on to the next one then. Mm. Made that one too okay. easy. Okay. What's more likely to happen in one of the last twenty nine games of the season? Donovan Mitchell scores sixty or more points in a game, or Evan Mobley makes four or more threes in a single game.
2: <laughs> uh, four or more threes is easy, bro. He made three points. He Has Donovan made three. scored
1: sixty? He scored seventy one last year. Oh, that's right. How did I forget about that? And he ended the season. Five with different 40. play no, four players have scored sixty points this season.
0: Or Mobley make four. Mobley's never made four
1: threes. He's not he, made four. He's made he three. Again, I wish
0: you would have said five.
1: Then I I mean He just made three
0: the
2: other day. I probably. gotta
3: go with the four. I'm the four going threes. more than likely that Donovan Mitchell scores sixty points in a game, than Evan Mobley makes four threes. Donovan Mitchell didn't score sixty points before. Yeah, Evan once, Mobley has never hit four threes.
2: I mean, but it's three. All you gotta do is take But four. he's made
0: three. All he's gotta do is he, he's never tried to shoot four. I don't know if he's ever attempted four. He
1: has attempted four four. Both in a game of these before.
0: things are unlikely. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, has he, besides the 70-point game last year, had he ever done 60 in Minnesota? Well, he or never Utah, played in Minnesota, sorry, Utah, Utah? so
1: that, that, that could not happen. Utah, but, Utah. Uh will uh, is one sec.
2: He ended the year with four straight, I think, four straight 40-point games.
0: I mean, it should, the second one seems obvious, but Earl's if, not crazy. I mean, if you had it's to, not insane to think Mitchell could score 60. If you had to put the bread down. If, if I had to put the bread down, I'd bet on Mobley, but yeah, yeah, I'm he, nervous that he's, he's never going to take four in a game. There's a, there's a chance that, yeah. that I mean it's happen. not I, It could go either way. If that said five, I would definitely go with Mitchell. But at so four, Mitchell
1: scored 60-plus just at one time, the 71 Once game. in his career, and he's played a lot of games. He scored so. over 40 points, and I can't count because yeah, it, it's Yeah, but over not 40, 40 and 60 is a big I difference. I know, but I'm just saying, he's been over 40, enough that I have to scroll my page two yeah, scrolls. Yeah. that's so fine. I wonder
3: how many times he's been at 55 or more.
1: Donovan? Yeah. Probably Once not and it was only he's forty six is his second highest output. So he's never scored more than forty six except for that one game last Correct. year. So I, But he's still done it once, and Evan has not made like, four threes. But here's, here's you know? the
0: thing. Evan Mobley, five years from now, might have ten games or twenty games where he's hit four threes. Well, this
1: isn't for the rest of their career. This is just for this.
0: Donovan season. Mitchell's not gonna have twenty games where he scores sixty, so I, I I'm gonna go with Mobley. I'm gonna go with Mobley. All right. Okay. Earl's, going with, Earl's going with Mitchell. I'm going with Spike.
1: I'm with you. I'm actually with you
0: on Donovan here. Go I'm ahead. I mean I don't think you guys are crazy. I think it could no. go either way, but
1: All right, next up, Jared Allen. Remember, there's twenty nine games left. Twenty nine. I should have made this next one lower. Oh, boy, you screwed I'm me. gonna change this on the fly. Alright, change it on the fly. <laughs> He's Over twenty seven double doubles for Jared Allen, or fewer than twelve. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Change I, that from fifteen to twelve.
0: You could make it eight and I would still go twenty seven or more. Ooh, How many more
1: games they got? 29. Wait, no.
0: The problem is that at the end of the season, there's going to be games where he doesn't play a Few, lot. Fewer than fifteen, easy. Hey, I with Bull. I'm going. I'm through. still going twenty-seven. Uh, I'm gonna go fewer because Bull
3: just Bull just struck a nerve. The Cavs gonna be locked into this two seed they going to be out there trying to play. I know, but I'm still saying they're going to be trying but... to play Dean Wade. You might see Amani Bates getting some minutes. So I'm going
0: to go. I'm going to go. I'm, fewer. I'm worried take, about
2: that. Take, take it from the guy who does. Is, 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 I'm, my name is 20 or more parlay. Yeah. 20 or more. Now, look, you know how many games Evan, like you, you get Jared Allen, who get like 25 points, yeah. nine rebounds.
3: Yeah. You're you know like, dang it. Hey, Mike, you know what would have been a better one? What's more likely, 27 or more double doubles, Jared Allen or Evan Mobley?
0: Oh, no, that
1: well, one. Evan Mobley, no, lucky only has get double, double I, doubles. The I same definitely way. Would go Jared does. Allen. On yeah, Allen. Allen gets way more.
0: I'm going to go Jared Allen, but I don't feel confident in it. Well, they're
1: both I... Jared Allen, so which Jared <laughs> Allen?
0: I'm play? sorry. The, I'm going fewer. The 27 more. These guys are going. Uh, I'm going fewer. I'm going fewer. They're probably right, but I'm going with the 27 or more. Okay. We should keep track of these and see. We we will, I, I, I actually yeah. will keep track of these
1: ones. All right. We have one more that I have one more in my head that we don't have a graphic first thought of. Yeah. Okay. Two players, this is from now till the end of the season. So, forget the first 50-whatever-nine games. This yeah. is from now to the end of the season. What is more likely to happen over the next month and a half, two months? Isaac Akoro shoots 45% from three. Or Max Struess, who on the season is at 33%, shoots 40% from three. It's a bigger jump for Struess, but curl would have to go from 40 to 45. Struess from 33 to 40. This is easy. I, yeah, that's easy. Based on statistically, it's easy.
3: I'm going to Coral. I'm gonna tell you why I'm going to Coral. I think a Coral could get there by shooting less three. Like if a Coral keep going like three for five, yeah, something like that. Like I, I would go a curl because he's not yeah, gonna but, shoot him
0: at the volume that Stroos does. Yeah, but Stroos in his career has been a better three point shooter. So I would, and he's been not as good this year. So I expect him to be. I think he'll be a better three point shooter than a Coral from here to the end of the season. I think Stroos will hit a higher percentage. So I'm gonna go with Struz. Now, you, you say, Who are you going with?
2: What you're saying is we we just going to take where they're shooting right now? No. No. From what me. has happened to this point is meaningless.
1: So they What zero, were
2: their 3.0%
3: sure so, from today through the end of so, the season? So, Blake, they both started at 0% right now, or are we they're taking their current? they both at 0 current? right now. Yes. 0 right now. No. no. Oh, okay. And I'm still Truth, with dude. Earl
1: for the record. I'm rocking with a curl yeah. on this one.
3: Yeah, I didn't mm, understand um, the uh, the You said you're going
1: with a coral. I'm going to go with a coral. absolutely. Wow. Here's why. You know the shots Isaac's going to get. Now, for him to shoot better than 40% where he's at right now, these are open corner threes. He just has to shoot a little better. He's only taken two and a half, three a game. The no. difference in Struess, who's still taking close to seven threes a game no. to shoot 40% now, and the level of difficulty on Struce's shots is not equal to the level of difficulty on Isaac Okoro's shot. I think right. both is in play. I think Struis' numbers will go up regardless. But I think curl only has to make one or two more over a ten point ten All shot right, stretch you, as opposed I'm to Struis. He's going to have to stay hot, coming off screens, coming off pin downs uh, in more contested you situations.
2: Know, McNuggets, do you know what <laughs> 45% – I know I, 45% is – to the regular eye, 45% is this dude don't miss.
1: It's better than Sam Merrill shooting. Right like now.
2: It, it, it don't. It, it's like it, for the regular eye, it's like every time he shoots, he goes in. That's yeah. how high 45% is. And if he starts slow, because he don't have the volume that Struce has, he has no
1: chance to That's make it true. up. That's true. It is true. I just think the level of difficulty on the shot Struce takes to get to 40 in the offense, the Cavs are running with him, as opposed to open corner threes for a curse. It's a little better. He's at forty percent on like three and a half attempts per game. That's not a giant jump from the shoot that one He is better. a big
0: jump though, Mike, for a guy who's never been good before this year. But yeah, he's not I'm, right
3: now. I'm, I'm sticking with Struess. I just looked this up. So Steph Curry <clears throat> for his career the highest three point percentage that he's ever had for a single season is 43.7. Yeah,
1: crazy. but you can't compare Steph shots. I'm just to saying shots. like if, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just Steph's saying not even,
0: being def- Steph's being defended a lot better than I'll, I get what you're saying. That's makes Steph so crazy. Yeah, even is, if you're in there by yourself. I, I'm just saying 45 right. is a crazy percentage it, like True, but if every if every three point attempt by Steph was the type of attempts
1: that Coro's getting, he, he probably shoots seventy-three shoot percent Yeah, 70%. But 70%. Steph out
3: here, like, dang, shooting from half court. He got two, three people on him when he's shooting him. Yeah, he right. like, him shooting.
1: That is why he's the greatest shooter in the history of basketball, and there's no argument. Him what shoot- he does Steph coming Larry off the Bird, triple. But okay. Him
2: shooting <laughs> 45% from three the rest of the year is yeah. like saying, Miles Straw is going to hit six home runs in the month of April. Mm. That's not, not that happening. It's got to get hot.
0: Like, don't like count it, out I don't think Miles Straw has hit six home runs as a guardian. Period. <laughs> so uh, yeah,
2: I'm like, nah. And think about it. He's seeing all fastballs.
3: That's like Miles Straw no. hitting one home run to the second level. <laughs> yeah, right. of A progressive field. A
2: jack. Upper deck
1: right, jack. So I don't have yeah. I don't have a graphic for. I just thought of this off the top of my <clears> head. <throat> what is more likely to happen in a game before the end of the regular season? Amani Bates scores twenty-three points for the Cleveland Cavaliers or and this is a big or. Donovan Mitchell scores fifty-two points in a game. This fifty-two is the, for Donovan, twenty-three for Amani. Easy. This is easy. This is too easy. Donovan Mitchell. Why would you say? Why that? We'll kinda, All right, sixty. We'll go back to sixty. I'd still That's go true. Donovan Mitchell. Like, seventy. Now seventy. If is I told you crazy. Spider
3: gonna score fifty-two points Friday against the
0: Sixers, would you believe me? Is Amani Bates gonna play enough? I mean,
1: I do think yeah, he's gonna get. He hasn't used enough games yet. That they have yeah. to play him down the stretch.
0: Right, but he might not play a lot.
1: But in a garbage time game, back to back guys. But there may be guys.
0: like the last game of the regular Whoa. season, yeah, he's where he might play. So if once he gets to seventy, I think I'll go with him. Right, sixty-five. Pace.
1: Let's split the difference: sixty-five or twenty for Amani. Twenty for Amani. Sixty-five. Sixty-five for is a lot of. Points, I'll go.
0: Man. I'll go twenty for Amani.
1: <clears throat> I just needed Bull to hear. I needed to hear Bull say. Well, Amani. I mean,
0: I listen.
3: He was trying to right trick you now. He's not an NBA okay. No, 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 no. Better one.
1: Better one. Yeah. Amani,
4: fifteen points. Jared Allen, thirty-five. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: What's the most Jared Allen's ever scored? I think 31.
2: You said Monty fifteen points. Jared nah, Allen five. I'll go with
0: Amani fifteen because yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he'll have one game where they play him a lot at some and, point, and then he'll have the and super, he'll score his points, and he'll have a super green light. Jared Allen's career score 35 points, thirty five points. He's got to
1: make seventeen field goals. Career high thirty for Jared. I him. mean,
2: I've I've seen him. What's the most Amani Bates have scored like in an NBA game?
1: In an NBA game, Two, four, yeah. five. Amani Bates' career high in an NBA game. He scored nine points against oh, the Knicks.
3: Nine, man, it's going to be a game in April. Yeah. The, Cavs, yeah. the Cavs, season is going to be locked up. You're going right. to see like Isaiah Mobley. Uh, uh, I don't know if Imani they're going to be Bates. locked up in the two seed till the end. Though. I'm just not not in the yeah. two seed, but I just think wherever I think wherever they yeah. are in the playoffs, like when we get to they'll that, they'll be locked in. They'll be locked in. You're going to see they'll be dudes a game there. or
0: there'll be a game where they're up. You know, where they have Amani with them and they're up by thirty points, they're playing some bad team and, and he'll play. In Detroit, half. baby. You know, exactly. in, in Detroit, he's
3: right. from Michigan. They'd be like a go 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 yeah, yeah, off, yeah, and yeah stuff right. like that. So
0: he'll have one or two games in the
2: yeah. end. Now I here, will probably. say if he get to fifteen,
3: <laughs> you there's
2: a good stat. there's a good chance he might get to thirty. If he get like if he get to well, fifteen and 30, it's at half is at halftime. Because he, you got to think he'll about it. He'll just keep it. chucking the ball. Oh, yeah. He gets three more shots after he hit the last one. Yeah. He'll to go, see if I can hit another one. And if I do, I get more green light. He'll be like 7 for 22 from three. Yeah. <laughs> that's a That's a nice stat line, right? And they'd be like, yeah. that's, that, is, like that is his, his <clears throat> version of going off. Yeah. Like, like, if he goes 7 for
1: 20, what is that percentage wise? 35. 7
0: for 20, 35%. We'll take it. <laughs> All right, Mikey, what do we got now?
1: All right, we're going to do a quick read from FanDuel. If you have a winning ticket from tonight's Cavs Magic Game or you bet on any of the NBA games going on tonight, make sure you send it in to us so we can feature it on the show because we are an official sportsbook partner of FanDuel. Right now, new customers on FanDuel get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your team wins. You can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, same-game parlays that change with the live updated stats exclusive props, and so much more. Just visit FanDuel.com UCSS and shoot your shot. FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of
4: the NBA. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.